This episode, a 24-year-old promising real estate agent is found brutally murdered inside of a vacant home she was hoping to sell. Rumor has it that the killing was a premeditated contract hit. The case remains cold after 12 years. Welcome to We Didn't Do It. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, let's and get it. We're live. Welcome to We Didn't Do It, a podcast about true crime in which we know way too much about the subject, but we swear to God that we had nothing to do with it. We're here with our host, Greg yeah, Young Hank. Be me. If you want to introduce yourself, go ahead. Let's roll into it. Yeah, I'm Greg, aka Young Hank. So that's all, you, that's all you really there? need to know. Just know, just know my voice. Well, this is your boy, Thiegs, who's black, who is black, and I apologize for um, any black things I say. I, uh, I am Andrew. I am Upper Kunteng on Twitter. Yeah, I'm Shamik, Shamiki Tiki on Twitter. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, Greg, take care. All right, and I'm also going to do the fucking disclaimer. We are a comedy podcast with a true crime base, Okay. We discuss unresolved mysteries, cold cases, and the occasional controversial closed case like Kaneka from uh, last last week. So, yes, so we are – this is a comedy podcast, okay? All of us that are on here are comedians in one way or another, okay? So jokes are said along the way. Um, never do we try to make fun of the victim or the victim's family, right? There's plenty to laugh at. Besides that, you know, like an ignorant police force, creepy suspects, clear mistakes made in the investigation and, and whatnot. It didn't work that way last week, but, you know, it's all right. It's all right. We got through it. There's people that liked it. And, you know, some, some didn't. Did. Some didn't. I you think know? we did a great job. Yeah, last some didn't. Time. But so it's better that everybody knows right away. You know, just let's, let's get on the same page here. Okay. So if true crime and comedy does not sound good to you, get the fuck out of here. You know, unsubscribe. <laughs> get Man, the fuck I out. ain't shit. Yeah. If you're still on board with us, well, thank you and, and stay tuned because we've got one for you today. So that is the disclaimer. Um, all right. So I did lose my notes on Lindsay, but thankfully her father has a website and Wikipedia is always nice. So I have a couple of things here. What's her father's website? No, it's actually stupid in depth. Yeah, it's very in depth. Like, dude, the goes on marches all the time to make sure she doesn't go out of the public spotlight. It's straight up lindsaybuziakmurder.com. So it's like a movie, but not. Yeah, he wants you to know what the site's about. Yeah. So um, (laughs) there are also some recipes on there too, though, because everyone dreams. Right. Right. Off from (laughs) there. <laughs> All right, so we're in Canada, guys. Oh, uh, yeah, Victoria. A murder in Canada. So strapping Canadians. Yeah, yeah. yeah Victoria, British shit, Columbia, 2008. 24-year-old Lindsay was an ambitious Victoria real estate agent, and um, she was looking for you know a good start. Her fucking, I believe, her boyfriend. Um, his name is Jason and his like fiance, fa- actually. fiance there you go Ooh. Um, <laughs> his whole family worked for like this, the real estate 
like agency that she worked for and i know for a fact like his mom did but you know so she's a real estate agent it it was the family and the mom was sort of the big wig from what i've read Yeah. yeah Yep. So, so she was nepotism then, just for FYI. Because so, she was it's not. A, it's not a verb. She means. It's a, you can make anything a verb. <laughs> Fuck it, yo. Yeah, she was definitely nepotism in, bro. If, if you read the Wikipedia article, which is all gospel, yeah. um, it was it was literally said that she was a junior when everything was happening, and that's why she was confused that she was picked up directly. It's all gospel. Yeah, like it's sung, like Kanye. It's beautiful. Yeah, but yeah, so she 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 was she was brand new at her big old big old age, and she was given a great position to do this shit. So yeah, it's clearly uh, less about her uh, you know work ethic and qualifications, and more that she knew people, which is fine. That's how America works. But just for the record, yeah, or Canada. <laughs> Or Canada, whatever, dude. It's the same shit. We're living North America. Shamik with the insight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so no, she did receive a call on her direct cell phone from um, a woman stating that her and her husband were urgently looking for a home to buy. And their budget was one mil. So Lindsay said to everybody, like, right away, Lindsay said that this phone call was sketchy because uh, she got it on her personal phone. And when when she asked, uh, you know, how they get the number, it was they they gave a reference, right? And this person, Lindsay, actually knew, but I could not. And I remember, I I, I lost my notes, so I apologize, but I could not ever find this person's name. So Lindsay knew of this person that said, "Oh, I got your number from blah blah blah." But they said, dude, they said it was a, a previous client. Okay, there you go. But I, I couldn't find like a physical name to them, and they were out of town at the time and unable to like answer fucking phone calls. So like she couldn't verify that like, oh yeah, you did give my number out to somebody. Which is pretty fucking weird. And the woman was speaking in what she thought was a Spanish accent, but like a forced one, like a fake, fake Spanish accent. So weird. And she told her boyfriend and and her dad right after the phone call that like, you know, she, she felt a little bit off about it yeah so her boyfriend was like yo just just go and take it you know like that's that's hella commish just he was just like kind of like yo it's it's fine i'll I'll go with you and shit and apparently he's like a six foot three uh hockey player or some shit like that so makes sense yeah uh, canada and all fuck (laughs) so they she found a property which was on a cul-de-sac it was a vacant home uh it was in a good neighborhood though and you know it was, it was it was in that budget range and what they were looking for. I believe they were looking for like five bedrooms, and they they mentioned something about having um, a housemaid that lived with them. So that's kind of a weird request, you know. We need a we need a room for the housemaid and shit. But you know they got it set up for Saturday, uh, February second uh, in two thousand and eight at five thirty. So on the day of the murder. Lindsay and her boyfriend Jason ate at a restaurant and they paid the bill at 424. They both left separately in their own vehicles and it's believed that Lindsay went home to change prior to the viewing so she probably put on like a like a Hillary Clinton ass outfit or whatever, you know. And Jason Jason went to do some errands. He went to like an auto shop and he was with like a buddy of his. <clears throat> so, he was running late. 
and he was supposed you know so he was supposed to go to the property with Lindsay or whatever and you know he was running late so he's like exchanging text messages with her saying that you know I'll be there as you know as fast as I can and, and whatnot so the street on the uh, the street where the house was it was de Souza Plaza which was in Saanich, uh which is a suburb of Victoria so if we have any Canadian listeners in that area you know just so you know over there um, yeah the house was number 1702 so 1702 and it was on the outer end of a cul-de-sac yeah it gives more details on like um, fucking roads and shit but I really don't care about that despite telling Lindsay that she would come alone a couple turned up to the viewing so it was two people witnesses saw a six foot tall Caucasian man with dark hair and a blonde haired woman between 35 and 45 and she had a distinctive dress which I can actually like send you guys the pictures for but we're not fucking we're not fucking weirdos you know what I mean we're not fucking weirdos so we're not gonna look at a dress and be like oh that is very distinctive like I don't fucking know every like I I rarely see dresses so fuck them but anyway this woman had apparently this this odd dress and um witnesses saw Lindsay shake hands with the couple and from the greeting it appeared that they had never met before so they didn't know each other but the three of them entered the house and this was at 5 30 the the lock box outside of the house for you know like uh real estate agents and whatnot it was opened at 5 29 i believe so like hey, greg greg yeah. l- l- let me jump in one sec yep so though because she was sketched out she her boyfriend was supposed to meet her and wait outside the house for her her fiance yeah, whatever were, shit yeah they but were, he was running late to pick his friend up from the auto shop and that's why they were not there at this time when she was showing the house to these two unknown people. And yes. so, like, all of this is important because, like, you know, all this happens without anyone's supervision, even though there was supposed to be someone there to yep. make sure everything was cool. Yep. And 10 minutes later, Jason and his buddy showed up. So it was 540. They showed up at the cul-de-sac. They came up kind of like they parked on the street and they were kind of just like looking and shit. And he was trying to get a hold of her for like 10 minutes. And, you know, you know, he couldn't get a hold of her, basically. So she never opened the message. Apparently, I don't know back then phone i don't even remember if phones told you if somebody opened the message because now you can hide that shit on iphones and whatnot but she never she had a blackberry so i don't think so yeah Yeah, i know she had yeah so i don't know i've never owned a a blackberry i don't know how those work but it did say that they exchanged messages prior to her going into the home yeah yeah i mean only people that know how to use blackberries like 40 plus year old white dudes so i don't think Lindsay really had tabs (laughs) on it Plus, I think the reason that they know they never, she had never opened the message was when they found her murdered and checked her phone. True, true. Yeah. It kind of seemed like he knew that she never opened it, you know what I mean? Like, on his end, when you send something. And back in 2008, I was trying to remember, um, I think I had one of those... What are those sidekicks? Shit? You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, you definitely couldn't tell when a message was over. Yeah. All right, whatever. So they they were out. Uh, Jason and his buddy were outside of the house for like ten minutes, and then they ended up pulling into the driveway. And that's when the two people that she was showing the house to they they were at the front door, but they kind of nonchalantly turned around and walked back in. And her boyfriend was like, "All right." 
you know, they're probably almost done with it, you know, with the showing. I'm not going to fuck this up for her and act like a weirdo or whatever. So he pulled out of the driveway and parked back onto the street. So after 20 minutes had passed, he went back to the house, opened the front door, and found that it was locked when he tried to open it. So through the mottled glass on the front door, he saw Lindsay's shoes in the entrance hall, and there was no sign of movement, and nobody answered repeated knocks or doorbells at the door. At this point, he called 911, so it was 20 minutes, so I don't know, I guess approximately 6-ish, maybe 5.50, something like that, he called 911, which, I don't know, is that weird that, like, is that weird to call 911 after, like... I mean, I guess in the situation, I'm trying to like put myself in his shoes because I don't trust anybody like ever. So I'm like, yeah. looking at this case as like, you know, it's a it's suspect that he was late and all this shit, and it's also suspect, might I add. So this is something that you know we can think about at the time. Lindsay was telling her father in the months leading up to this that she was not happy with Jason. That he was controlling and, and whatever women say. You know what I mean? Like, whatever they say when they're not happy. Um, whatever that is. She wasn't happy, you know? And did, have, we, have we covered the fact that, like, she, like, um, conveyed her concerns to Jason before she even went out to uh, meet with this couple? That she was like, yo, I talked to these people on the phone. I don't think they're real. Yeah, that's it's a fake she, accent. Yeah, that's she was supposed I, to I, meet I, with her. Yeah, briefly. I briefly touched on that. Okay. But, like, it was kind of... Because, just, like, on the low, like, you know... The, those are real ass concerns. And the fact that he was like, you know, still encouraging, like, hey, this is a lot of commission. Like, you know, yeah. go ahead and do this. That's not yeah, something a fiance says, which is already super sketchy. He was investigated. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, yeah, I, I mean, pretty much. I, yeah, I feel like he kind of called the cops kind of quick with the timeline. I mean, it was that's only kind of, like. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, that's, you know, 20 minutes. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, if, you know, if, if my girl was a, a real estate agent. No. Hopefully she's not listening to this, bro. Because you definitely like should call the cops if your girl's missing like ASAP. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing, like, you know, in a a situation like that, it feels like he was covering up the tracks. Yeah, a little and he bit. He knew the tracks are going to be there in advance. Like, that's a very quick. No, it response is. No, 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 it is. It is. It is a quick. Yeah, especially if it's like showing a house, like a, sh- a house showing, especially if it's something, somebody that's actually interested. Like, yeah, and, and not- why can't you be in there? Like, why would you be waiting outside in a car? I mean, he already, she yeah. told him that she was already sketched out, which is why he was there. But why I, wait outside in the car? Like, what, there's no law. Is he going to go in? Yeah, yeah there's so, no law saying you can't do that. You work for the same real estate no, company. It definitely will look mad on professional. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah, it would be weird. Like, if, if the real estate agent that uh, showed me around, her boss was just here monitoring. He's not, he's not her boss, though. Doesn't matter. Well, supervise anyone that's no, not her Yo, agent. we're showing you the house together. I, I kind of agree. We're a team. Just say you're a team. There's yeah, plenty kinda, of teams. Uh, there are. Move- that's true. I've moved so much in my life. I There's kind of some agree. way to figure it out to make sure that your fiance is comfortable with Very doing it. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree with Figs here because, like, um, I've moved so much in my life that I've been to a showing where, like, it was like at seven o'clock at night. 
you know, a little bit sketch or whatever. And, you know, it was just me and my fucking family. And this, this realtor is there and she's like, Oh, this is my husband. He's just, he's just here. You know, we're going to go to dinner afterwards. Like that would, yeah. you could totally do that shit. I was under, yeah. And it's understandable. If you're a reasonable person, it's late at night. You're showing a house by yourself to people you've never met before. It's completely reasonable. No, you're right. No, you're if you right. see it's unprofessional, to, then you're low key being an asshole. To, to me, the weird part is you're showing the house late at night. Like that's the weird part to me. Like, yeah, why it, would you know it happens due to schedule? And I'm pretty sure they also said they were cash buyers. And if it's a million yeah, dollar they home, did, they did. that's also really sketchy. Oh, fast. Yeah, no, no. Also, like, if they're a cash buyer, like, the real estate agent's going to be very inclined to go do whatever the fuck they can to sell that shit because that's got a lot more commission in their pocket. Well, that yeah. you guys are like making, which is, but for a home like fast, that, I mean, that like, value, that's also like sketchy. Yeah, exactly. where are you getting this money from? Every point you guys are making is another reason why I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Why did things go down the way they did? Because she clearly knew something was sketchy because she wanted her husband to be there. He was running late yeah, yeah. and yet she she decided for whatever reason to continue with the showing regardless yeah. of him being there or not. So I mean, it just sounds like a, a plan that was already known to be sketchy that was just kind of, yeah. you know... I mean, the further we get into this story, you know, there's lots of stuff on the website that her dad put together, which yeah. I think, you know, might illuminate some of those gray areas, because I think there is definitely something going on there in which I think Jason's involved. I think the mom's involved. Bro, we haven't gone to like the fact that they considered it to be like a professional killing because yeah. it was done so cleanly. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, because there's like literally no evidence left. And the two people, they just straight up vanished. They like had to have hopped over like the fence in the backyard and dipped out. Bro, no bullshit. This was like some Ozark shit, you know, like where they like maybe they fuck with the wrong people. Someone came in. No, that's dead ass. Like that's that's a theory with it. Because a few years before this happened, there's there's a cocaine organizational crime theory here. Which, mm-hmm. we'll, which we'll get into. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like it's gonna, it's gonna come up. Yeah, it's it's so yeah, it's crazy. So so anyway, he calls the police, right? And as Jason was on the line with the operator, the colleague found a gap in. So his buddy found a, a a gap in the fence in the back garden, and he entered the garden and saw the back patio door was open. He called out to Jason, who told the operator that they were going into the house. Then Jason hung up. Uh, Jason's buddy went through the main level of the home to unlock the front door to let Jason in. That's kind of weird. Why didn't Why didn't Jason go through the 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 backyard where his buddy went through? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. He seemed like less concerned than his friend did about the situation. That too, and like it's it's kind of weird. Like his buddy would, bro. If it was your girl, that. would you not be the first one in? Why are you letting your friend go in yeah, first? Yeah, no, no, no. I would, I would, I would be fucking like breaking through fences and shit. Like if I saw my buddy crawl under a fence, I wouldn't be like, "Yo, open the front door." I'd be like, "No, no, no." I'm fucking crawling right, right behind him. You know? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, same. The buddy opened the door, and Jason immediately ran upstairs, and he found Lindsay lying in a giant pool of blood in the mass bedroom he called 911 for a second time and emts arrived soon afterwards she was pronounced dead at the scene she had so here's the rumor she had been stabbed up to 40 times that's the rumor 
Um, mm-hmm. Definitely more than nine. So it's between nine and forty, but a lot of sources say forty. But we don't know. That was never like officially released. No one's ever no, officially said it, but it's more than nine, less than forty, or forty or less. And there, there. But what we do know is that there were no defensive wounds. So she had definitely been um, like blindsided by it, mm-hmm. and none of her possessions are stolen, and she was not raped or sexually assaulted in any way. So she just was straight up attacked and. and the plan was this, murder. This was, this was a fucking straight up plan. Somebody wanted her dead, dude. Somebody and like that's 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 insane. That's insane. She she had no idea. Oh yeah, like, like you, here's your master beth the bedroom. You you also have a a one point five and then just fucking straight up in the back of the head, just knocked her out and stabbed her up to forty times. It's nuts. Um, we will take it. <laughs> so Jason and his buddy Sorry. were taking. Jason and his buddy were taken in the custody, but they were released without charge after their version of events was verified. And there was also timestamp surveillance footage from the auto shop that proved that they were not there in time to commit the murder. Um, according to the Sandwich Police, Jason also had been interviewed several times over the years and has always co- uh, cooperated with the police. He also passed a polygraph test, but however, he refused to provide DNA. So he passed a lie detector, but said, you can't have my DNA. Why or why is he allowed to just refuse that? Can't Why didn't they just subpoena his DNA? I don't know. Good. It's Canada? I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's a good question for a lawyer. And what the body shop thing is up to is it's very convenient that he had to go to the body shop that day. I'd be very interested in what what was being done to the car on that day. Yeah. That's the thing. It's a great yeah. alibi. It and is personally, I'm, he was I'm very, very suspicious of Jason just because of how easily he allowed his fiance to enter that situation, which is already a huge red flag. I feel like anyone that's you know, ever been in a relationship or anyone that was willing to get married. Yeah. God forbid someone's willing to get married. But, you know, at that point, <laughs> you know, thing. go off and meet randos in a house by yourself. You're not going to sit outside in the car and wait. You're no, not going to no. leave and get your car detailed. You're, no. You'll get it done at a different time. Yeah, no, for sure. Going to a house by herself that she doesn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. going in by herself, too. You know, like, there's there's guys like Jason and then there's guys like Joe from You on, on Netflix. I'm definitely more like Joe. I'm like, no, I'm going to fucking be there. Like, my car repairs can wait, especially if I, like, truly fucking, like, you know, I'm like, no, this is the girl that I, like, want to be with. I'm, of course, going to be fucking a little bit possessive and, like, protective and shit like that, especially if she feels off. If she initiates it and says, oh, I, I don't feel comfortable about this, fuck it, I'm there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I got, I got everything. I got, I got it taken care of. I'm fucking there. Did he say gonna, what he was doing? At, did he say what he was doing at the body shop that was so important to not be well, there? He was picking his friend up from getting his car detailed. <laughs> they were, yeah. It was him and his buddy. That's what's important. They, they okay, so, so so that's a material witness to tell you that, to tell the police that you're not at the crime. Yeah. And an alibi and a good excuse to yeah. not be there yourself. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, you agreed to wait outside the house to keep her safe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you're willing to leave to pick up there. your friend from an auto shop. Exactly. Yep. And so. All right, so you know she's she's dead and all. Jason and, and his buddy are released after after whatever. Another interesting thing is like they met her outside the house, right? Yeah. Where were they parked? 
Oh, the two couple, or the, I'm sorry, the two couples, the, the fucking couple. The couple, yeah. yeah. Um, there was no car for them in sight. They have evidently walked, which is fucking weird, right? Walked where exactly? Yeah, where there's, I don't know if there's a bus system out there or something, but that. And they got out through the back. Was behind the house. Yeah, they had. It's in have, California, right? No, 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 Canada, Canada, Canada. Canada sorry. <laughs> I don't know. It's like okay, but it's, it was in British Columbia then, right? Yeah, I was in BC. Yeah, have you got? Do you guys know like what British Columbia is like geographically? I had a buddy from boarding school who lived no, out there. No, please enlighten us. It's a lot of water. It's a lot of cliffs and stuff behind most houses that cost that much money. You're most likely to have a view over the sea. So mm-hmm. if you go out the back, you're going to have to most likely in 99 percent of cases in neighborhoods that are that affluent, millions of range, scale of something. Range. It's not like there's just going to be cars parked back there. Let me. So it's gonna be hard to get away. Sandwich, Canada. Let's see these pictures. Yeah, that's what I'm looking up right now. Pictures inside of the house and shit. Okay. Yeah. No, I just googled the fucking. It looks like a bunch of fucking. It looks like when I lived in Seattle, but like with way more ports and shit. Hmm. Um. Uh, I was like a boat waiting back there, which also makes it sound extremely premeditated. Again. If if they were that close to the fucking water, they could have they could have been on a boat or like a, had a ferry that carried cars and shit. Mm-hmm. Just also makes it sound like more of a hit though. No one just has you know a boat waiting behind a house that they don't. Bro, the fact that it's even a question that this might be a hit is like, yo, it's a hit. What? How did the police wait and go like, hey man, there's a lot of shit that might point that someone wanted you dead. Like that's not a normal conclusion people make. Like that's that's serious. That's a heavy accusation. Uh, I'm just saying all this stuff to really lay in on this Jason dude, bro. Yeah. I mean, what does he get from having her dead, though? Um, not well, his, his mom was also apparently like not a fan of her or some shit. Um, also, if, if if you look into the story too, apparently you know her. Well, Jason had a friend who, now that she knew Jason intimately, she was now a mutual friend who got caught up like two years earlier with a, running a massive drug operation. Yeah, the and she may or may not have. She was either called in or she was. You know, they're worried about her being called in. And if she had been a witness, um, and she could have incriminated everyone involved, including Jason. So what happened to her? I was about to jump into that. Um, she she got murdered. Oh, oh, I thought it was a different <laughs> person. I thought it was a different No, person. I'm talking about Lindsay. Oh, well, that's that's the, the fucking cause right there. Then. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's where I stand with this. I think that's what was going on. It also says here that the cell phone that the couple used to contact Lindsay was purchased late November 2007 at a Vancouver convenience store. Yeah, it was a burner. Uh, it was literally a trap phone. The phone was, was activated late January 2008, also in Vancouver, and then the phone traveled to the island 24 hours prior to Lindsay's murder. And the only number that that phone ever called was oh. Lindsay. Yeah. Pretending to be his parents in Canada. Let that sink in. No, her dad's a, her dad's a bunch of pictures of these motherfuckers who he thinks were involved in. A lot of them are Hispanic. Oh shit! Most of them are. Oh shit! Did she put out the cartel? Honestly, the, the 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 website her dad put together is like oh. super in depth. Oh yo! I'm looking at it right now. Oh, dude. that's a lot of Erickson, Alaska, or like what the fuck is? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking sure at the like, man. Yeah, 
They, they sounds racist. People show up everywhere. Anyone can arrive anywhere, any type of person. Yeah. But there, there's some bad hombres in BC <laughs> at the time. Yo, I didn't know Hispanic people had that type of uh, population. I mean, look, look at the Somalians in Minneapolis. You have that. No, you're right. Or the Somalians. Why the hell would an African dude. go to Minnesota by choice? I mean, you never know. Yeah. But yeah, so so the cell phone used so uh, jumping back into the timeline here, the cell phone used by the unknown woman was purchased like like uh, Andrew said in uh, Vancouver several months before the murder, and it was never used until the call was made to them. And the 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 phone was activated under Paulo Rodriguez, which authorities now believe to be a fake name. Yeah, no shit. Um, Sounds like a boxing name. Yeah, it was. It was registered. It kind of does. It was registered to a legitimate address in Vancouver, which is a business address. But it is not. It is believed that the business has no connection with the case, and it was simply chosen at random. Uh, the phone was deactivated soon after the murder and has not been used since. Dude, that's the sketchiest part about the whole thing, right there. Dude, just the phone track record of what happened is so fucking sketchy. It's ter- it's sketchy. it's it's super creepy, dude. Yo, low phone- key. Low Key, I gotta hand it to these fucking hickers. Clean cut, clean cut job. Pulled the shit off. I mean, I feel like you, if you're a murderer for hire. Yeah, you're probably good at it. You're really yeah. good at it. I mean, then you clearly. No, nah, dude, like buying a phone, like, you know, this happened in um, January, February. So, like, buying a phone in, like, September and then not using it for, for four or five months and then, the you know, using it right. This was planned for a minute, man. Mm-hmm. Somebody and, wanted uh, her gone. Y'all think it was Cricket or Boost Mobile? Boost, maybe. Dude, maybe. Dude, it's 2008. 2008. Uh, 2008. Boost. It was boost. 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 Oh, you're one of those people. I had a boost in 2006. Yeah, I mean, really bringing out that 2% black, right? <laughs> really buzzing. Dude, and no one's going to be able to say shit to you now. You can say the word. <laughs> Every episode, I'm going to have to remind you, it's 13. I'm not Mike Perry. Mike Perry's 2%. I'm 13% African. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> On the end of the day, it don't matter. You a brother. <laughs> yeah. No, I had a boost in 2007 for sure, though. It was like the silver flip phone. It was a piece of shit. I had like one game on it. I think we've talked about this. We talked a lot like cell phones because it relates to a lot of cases. I remember Shumik saying that he played Snake on on his Nokia. Oh, my first Nokia? Yeah, Yeah. bro. That shit was fucking lit. Yeah, it was a brick that opened. (laughs) So cell phone tower pink showed that the phone traveled. Oh, okay. So, So the phone was deactivated soon after the murder. But... The cell phone tower pings showed that the phone traveled on ferry from Vancouver the day before the murder. So they, the authorities believed that the phone was used for the sole purpose of the mor- uh, the, the murder and was discarded afterwards. So they were God, police officers are so smart, dude. So the car was probably... I'm really car, glad they were... The gateway car was probably brought also across on the ferry. That's which means they most likely escaped by a ferry. That's wild. That's fucking crazy. Um, so the family of Jason. Is it registered who goes on the ferry? No. Yeah. You should. I, I, when, whenever I went on on the ferry in Seattle, I always had like, to give them my name. And shit. 
non-North Carolina. I've been to a couple fairs in North Carolina. They never register the car. Mm. Like you just buy the ticket with your name you and just drive on. And like you can use like a you can use a prepaid credit card. You don't or a debit card. You don't even have to use like anything associated True. with your name. So yeah, don't like it's really sketchy. Yo, I'm reading into the drug conspiracy side of this, and this shit is fucking crazy. Yeah, the, the drug the, the drug thing is. I think that's. I think that's where the actual meat of stuff lies is the drug connection. You guys want to jump into that? I can switch over narration. I, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, we've covered, you know, the what what happened on the murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're, we're like trying to figure out what actually happened, like why it happened. So I think that's where the why is. If you go to her dad's website, the lindsaybusiakmurder.com, yeah. And then click on timeline of project every which way. We're jumping into the, the cocaine conspiracy, right? Yeah, the cocaine conspiracy. So basically late 2006, Lindsay tells her father that she saw something she shouldn't have seen. Um, she never ended up disclosing to him what it was. Women. They always do that. Man, I saw some shit. I mean, taking into account too, this seen, website. Man. What was it? I can't say. Dude, Bitch, yeah. you brought no. it up. Lindsay told her friend Nikki that she was planning on leaving Jason after some real estate deals were they were working on close together. This Lindsay heard a noise by the bedroom door and found Jason standing behind their bedroom door eavesdropping. He had heard everything. Um, <laughs> they found- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so fucking sneaky, I guess. Uh, and he just like left abruptly. Yeah, no, in they socks. Dude, Lindsay and her friend bounced. Um, eavesdropping in socks, dude. Uh, Lindsay, <laughs> 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 fucking sneak mode, thousand. Uh, Lindsay returned to the condo a few hours later against the wishes of her friend, and Jason never brought up what he heard and acting like, acted like nothing had happened. Uh, <laughs> December 2007, that same month, um, she was so on this a is trip. The, this is like the month prior to her being brutally murdered. This yeah, was... Yeah. Yep, because 2008, right? February 2000... Oh, so two months before. This is, so this, yeah, two months before. Yes. Um, December 2007, she was on a trip to Calgary with to see her dad. Uh, she again mentioned she saw something she shouldn't have. She never disclosed what it was or if it was connected to the shit she saw in 2006. <laughs> this shit again? Uh, Just tell I, yeah, me, I Because like, I don't know why the fuck it wouldn't be in her best interest to tell, you know, um, people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, she also declo- disclosed to her father that she was going to leave Jason and she was not happy in the relationship. Her ex-husband was very good friends with Joss Baines, who was the head of a Victoria-based criminal organization that was shipping kilograms of cocaine to the Toronto area. Uh, so there's a co- there's like there, that's pretty much like a direct connection to yeah. Lindsay's ex. Lindsay's ex-husband. Um, she been married. His before? his name was Matt. They were married from 2001 to 2006. That's when she got with you know Jason or whatever. So 24. So two. So she was 24 in 2008. So 2001. So she got married hella early. Hella early. Like 18, 19, something like that. Weird. Around there, yeah. Not illegal. <laughs> no, it's not illegal. It's just weird. Oh, it was just exactly just weird. Mm-hmm. She's considering that she's marrying into the you know the high stakes drug game that <laughs> just happen to everyone. Yeah. 
It's not just like meeting a dude at Silver Diner. No, absolutely no. You, you knew what the fuck was happening, bro. But you, you, you don't get married to the like, kingpin. It's not marrying some dude who's pushing like you know an ounce, yeah. you know, a week or some shit. Like when like the big drug bust, like that was like almost like 1.5 million in cocaine. Yeah, that's a lot. 1.26. January 28th, 2008. She was murdered on what? February 2nd? Yep. Yeah, almost like she snitched or something. That's what they thought. There's a guy, Erickson Del Cazar, who was denied bail a day before she was murdered. Hmm. And the call took place like a couple days before though, right? It was like late January. Um, so that happened in between there, but still, it's... I mean, bro, like, from what I'm reading, it just sounds like she saw some shit that was incriminating to a bunch of important people, and they had the bread to kill her, and... Like some Epstein shit that has. Yeah, no, literally, and it, it sounds like, for whatever reason, whether... Her current husband, Jason, was like friends with her ex-husband. I don't see any. I don't see any connection to them. But like, I'm just trying to figure out why he was able or had the ability to create an alibi for himself the way that he did. I mean, you know, what yeah. makes this case unless honestly, it was just pure coincidence. Yeah. I mean, nothing's. Did you say, did you say that Jason was somewhat involved? Oh. No, I'm trying. I can't find like a. I'm just trying to figure, like, wrap my head around the why Jason got so lucky. I mean, either he knew somebody that knew the hit was going to happen, yeah, or him going to pick up his boy from getting his car detailed was nothing but a complete coincidence that worked out in his favor. A red herring, as they say. I, I guess, like, I. It's like it's interesting. But it's in crazy. the beginning it's like of it, she saw some shit that her house, ex-husband was involved in, and was hanging on to it. And people found out that she knew whatever she knew, which I guess we'll never know because she didn't fucking tell anybody. Women should just uh, every woman should just have a diary, even though it's mostly f- probably full of bullshit. Like it, at least would have said some shit, like what she saw. Yeah, shit. Because I want to know what she saw. That's what I'm saying. It will at least list what the fuck she saw. What is she so fucking afraid of? Bro, what could you see that's bad enough to get killed? Probably someone killing someone else. Well, that not not only that, like you're talking about kilos and kilos. You're talking of millions of dollars being shipped all over Canada and probably into the United States. To be honest, Maybe she saw like the distribution plant. It, may, it doesn't matter. Like any, like, sort even of- like a like a like a van or a truck being unloaded with fucking like just massive amounts of coke. You or, know, or just just hella money in some dude's house. Like it doesn't matter. Anything that is sort of it's suspect, you yeah. even could and when she can say something in. Court. That might spark a, that might spark like an investigation. Like that's like, especially if you're doing shit like that. Like that's like just a base you need to cover. I mean, that's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So, so what's the official on it? It's still like it's still classified as like unsolved. It's just an unsolved. It's just a cold case. I mean, it's an unsolved. It happened. I mean, that's what's that's what's interesting about this case in itself. Like, there's not a whole lot of information on what the police got done, but there is a lot of information in the background. Or like if you yeah, but it's nothing. Think but about it. There's there are connections to be made where you can come to a reasonable conclusion. Yes. But it's not something that you know. I think that you know there's enough like evidence where you could prove it in court. But I feel so if you really look through, it's like well, this is most likely what happened. Mm-hmm. It's probably what happened, and they're probably going to get away with it. It mm-hmm. happens all the time. Cartels no, kill mm-hmm. people, but yeah. this is unique because it's in Canada. Mm-hmm. 
No, and it, like, dude, just most of the comments that I read were just like they kept bringing up how like professionally it was done. Mm-hmm. That it was like yeah. some break bash where like they call some people in, like, yeah, we gotta get rid of this body, or we gotta get rid of all the evidence, and like there was like a crew or some shit yeah. literally cleaning shit up. It was yeah. also so said that by point, a lot I of think, well, in what cases would you hire a professional killer? And that's where you run back into like the drugs that were becomes like very, very. I'm not gonna say obvious, but more likely than not. This is somehow connected with the case from earlier about the cocaine. Because no one just, you know, hires a professional killer to that extent for like, the, petty oh, like, thing. like, you know, whenever somebody gets murdered, it's like, you know, did they have enemies? Like, for me, if I was murdered, good luck finding out which person I pissed off killed me because I have a <laughs> lot, right? Mm-hmm. But like, she had nobody but this like little cocaine connection. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, she like she really like not to sound like a dick was not someone that important that you know has been making mad enemies like fucking people Dude, over. This lady, this homicide detective said said that this homicide detective said that the murder was not a contracted murder related to the drug cartel. It was brutal but too amateurish. Yet here they are, twelve years later, not able to solve the yeah. fucking murder. Well, it was amateurish about you know, so the the amateur listen, about what they it. say amateurish means. If it was was amateurish they would have caught the motherfuckers yeah 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 there was no dna evidence left there was no fucking anything also it's still it's still sus that her fucking husband won't give a dna sample like why what do you have yes it's also very sus there's a there's so many just like force that that's what I was saying. Why can't they get a subpoena for that? It's literally just a warrant for your blood. Well, you in America, they can. I don't know about Canada. I have to, like, no, lighten myself that's on their laws and shit. But that's, yeah, no, that's sketchy, too. Like, you cooperate to everything, but no, 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 do you know? No, no, no. Why? Would you like rape a twelve-year-old like a couple years ago? Like, what do you? That's the part of the budget that goes towards the free healthcare. <laughs> no DNA tests, sorry. And also goes towards you know providing premium food for the Mounties horses. I mean, like he wasn't technically arrested, <laughs> so on paper he has that ability to deny a DNA sample. But if he's like a legitimate suspect, like they shouldn't. If it was me, I'd be like, yes, like take my DNA. Like you might find my fucking semen inside of her, but like. <laughs> that was consensual. But at that, <laughs> but at that point, it's like high five, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I don't know, man. Semen. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Wait, what about what about semen? He has to make a date, semen. I mean, it's a job that we're trials. But like, but like on the loan, though, like, what does semen even eat? Like, do they like to go dancing? Do you take do you take it to the movies? Yeah, you just yeah. I was about to say the same stupid fucking joke. I was about to say, well, semen. <laughs> step back. I was, I was about to say semen travel a lot, so I don't know how well a long term relationship would be. <laughs> Yeah, no, this this case, I remember seeing, like, a um, couple ID Go episodes and, and shows that did it, and, like, it just stuck with me, because I'm like, this is, this is a very fucking weird case, especially the brutality that she was murdered in. Well, some <laughs> professionals were saying that the people that were hired to kill her were told to kill her with such vim and vigor 
to express the way that they felt about her, uh, even though they specifically couldn't be the one to murder her, obviously. And also doing it that way is also something that's somewhat, I, I would feel, throws people off the tracks. Because if you make it look too professional, say, like, you know. No, that's like, facts. I mean, one stab wound to like, you know, like one stab wound to like the, the, like the, cor- like the artery or whatever the fuck that like will totally make you bleed out. Or like, you know, a, a single gunshot wound to the back of the head. But they stabbed her 40 fucking times, potentially. Yeah. That's crazy. Damn, dude, I can't imagine that. Like, just showing a house and just being murdered like that. Especially no, no, like, defensive wounds. Like, you didn't even know. I mean, to be honest, uh, she probably went out quickly and didn't really suffer or anything. So, I mean, she that probably, aspect yeah, she is probably got knocked out or something like that. But No, she probably got stabbed in the fucking kidney and then yeah. passed out. And then they continued to stab her until she was dead. Yeah, because according to the timeline, at least online, it all happened within a three-minute period. So, currently, yeah, fact, yeah, that's too long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, going back to that because her phone made a pocket dial. Um, it was believed during the assault, and all, all you heard was muffled shit. The, the oh, the phone call went to the phone call went to some random person. But I do recall her also having like they looked at her phone records and she talked to somebody that was also associated with the cocaine connection. Um, about a month or two prior. So it's like, why was she talking to him if like you know blah blah blah? So. It just keeps going back to that drug angle. So it's just weird, man. It's just weird. She got... Oh, man, dude. This bit, uh, this girl got murdered. Brutally, man. Good save. Good save. Yeah. <laughs> she got fucking murdered brutally. Bro. Oh, man. I can't imagine. Especially like the, so, so I mean, like, what do you guys? What do you guys think? Do you think Jason is involved? Or do you think absolutely? I I'm leaning towards that somehow, but like, I can't find the connection between him and the coke. It, it, no, that's that's like that's what separates him. That because like at first I was like, yeah, this motherfucker like hired a hit on his wife. Like she knew he was gonna leave her. He knew she was gonna leave him. Uh, he he, you know, had to get the last the last you know stab at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, per se, <laughs> yeah, uh, per literal, <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, but like the more like I read into this this whole background story about you know her ex husband knowing a drug kingpin and like just that connection alone is kind of just. It just makes it seem like she was just one night in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people, and uh, out of a, in a precautionary measure, she was put down. I mean, yeah. And I, I honestly think, like, I think her husband just got lucky as shit that he actually just had an alibi. Like, I, I think it was just pure coincidence that he fucking. Like he's like to. like he's a like he's a retard that like just stumbled into the situation and managed to live. No, literally, because like if he had actually been sitting outside the house like he was supposed to, uh, I mean, chances are like he would have been murdered too. Yeah, either that or just like so, shit would have went just a different fucking and if way. He, if he wouldn't, if he wasn't murdered then he would have easily been arrested as the primary suspect uh, just off of proximity to the murder. And he'd be sitting his ass in jail. I mean, either way, he got lucky as fuck. 
Yeah, no, yeah, if he had showed up without his buddy and without doing all those errands that day, if he was in the house, he probably would have gotten murdered by, like, you know, at the same time, or, like, by the girl or, like, the guy who did, you know, I don't yeah, know if, if the girl not, or guy did it, like, he would have been dead in that house, too, most likely. Now that I'm thinking about it, he's sketchy as fuck. He may or might, may not have anything to do with it, I don't know, but, like, I'm leaning more towards the coke angle having more sense, and then him just kind of being, like, the dummy... Who's over there, like, who just stumbled on the scene, like, what the fuck? That's just kind of me. I don't know. But what about it? So, me and Andrew spoke about uh, Fees and Shumik. What do, you, what do you guys think? I'm trying to find it because I remember there's some sort of connection between Jason and this dude, Ziggy Matheson. And okay. Ziggy was connected to the drug dealers in a much more substantial way than Jason was. Okay. And I remember when, they, they, when, when they interviewed Jason's mom about Ziggy, they said that they didn't know each other. But if you go through the photos on the page, it shows that they very clearly played hockey together all the way through high school and stuff. So it's very odd that she would lie about Jason knowing the Ziggy guy, who, by the way, is also, you know, a somewhat known drug dealer in the area. So that's where I'm thinking that, you know, I mean, I'm sure Jason was somewat involved in the the game up there in BC, but I'm trying to find the exact documentation. Wait, Jason was friends with the guy? I thought her ex-husband was, oh, her ex-husband was friends with a different dude. Who was mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently girl. she's just like, she just fucks all these coke people. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. Like, I mean, like, she was involved in that circle. I mean, so. does she have bread like that? Like, No, that's why she was fucking them. So she, she doesn't have bread like that. Yeah, she's selling just, houses as a career. I mean, it's kind of smart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, aside from the getting murdered part. Dingy. <laughs> <laughs> becomes not smart. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're specifically not smart. People are going to get pissed off at that, but whatever. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. No, it's literally we not smart. Look, got literally, literally what I said was we try to not make fun of the victim. Okay, we try. We're not making fun of the victim. No, we tried. We tried. She, she I think likes it's, 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 it's also important that like people understand like there's certain types of lifestyles that you know maybe it's not the best way to go, and certain things yeah. can happen to you if you put yourself in a certain position. Meaning, she, yo, if you want to hang out with big time drug dealers, that big time, guess what? You're going to be in a dangerous situation at all times. She liked coke and she liked dick. Okay, she got both of them from everybody that uh, evidently she associated with. So we're trying trying to figure out who killed her, man. God damn. (laughs) We're not going to figure out who killed her. Dead ass. They probably hired somebody completely uninvolved. Oh, no, no, no. We're trying to figure out who hired. Yeah, who hired. But I think it's very, I think we can at least easily divine what her killing was related to. I think it's, I think it's related to, you know, these drug busts that happened, you know, within a year of the murder. Yeah. In which she's connected to multiple different people. And if you're connected to people, they're connected to other people who probably, you know, are the suppliers and who probably are way more likely to call in something like that. Yeah, the degrees of separation between her knowing both people that she was romantically involved with and them knowing known drug dealers is not yeah. good. And their drug not dealer good. cares that you're dating the dude? No, they don't. Like, yeah, they don't, they don't give a fuck about any of that shit, bro. They're like, protecting their assets. Yeah, no, it's at the end of the day, she was clearly involved with people she shouldn't have been. Or maybe she like wanted to be, but definitely now clearly shouldn't have been because she's dead. But yeah, man, it, to me, it is not really like like a murder mystery. It's like a 
like what was our reason mystery and it's clear that the reason is because she was involved in some drug shit and also would have found who the fuck did it like it's, it's not an amateur fucking murder yeah and because oh, there's fuck, nothing like visible, like sexual or anything about it it feels almost transactional which would also yeah. imply that I mean, none of her shit was stolen. None of her. Yeah, yeah. They got nothing out of murdering her. Nothing. Besides, murdering. and it was done very quickly. There wasn't any dwelling on it on the side of the killer. There doesn't seem to be any sort of emotional attachment or a need to satisfy a need. No, it was just it was like a murder. Three minute time. Three minute time period that she was murdered in. That's not long at all. No. They, were, they 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 did it and then they fucking tried to dip and then they saw Jason in the fucking front yard and they went out the back. So according to Jason and his mm-hmm. witness, they could have acted I, I, like And I also that's also weird. Someone comes out the front door, they go right back in. You've already heard your girlfriend's concerns. You're not going to get out of your car and be like, "Yo, something's up with this shit." <laughs> Unless Jason's a literal feeb retard. Whoa, straight up feeb, massive pussy, bro. Like, what if he was just it's not also possible, but that's kind of pathetic. It is pathetic. It's a guy. What are you it's doing? a guy and a girl. Oh, I mean, I, I, th- I think it was clearly like she got murdered because she was associated with some drunk shit, and it was not an accident or random murder. Like she was clearly taken out. Like that seems very mm-hmm. obvious to me. No, I, I don't think this was random as shit at all. This was fucking premeditated, like to the T, man. <laughs> I mean, the burner phone alone. The is burner, that all that shit, dude, all the, the burner fucking setting up this whole thing, the fake accents, her being murdered within three minutes, and then them just leaving. Like, this was, like, you don't just do that for fucking, like, sport. I mean, there are weirdos out there that might, but, like, no, this was way too calculated for just, like, a random fucking killing. Yeah. This was for sure uh, um, a hit. This was a f- fucking hit for sure. Yeah, the, the the main thing that's wrong with the whole situation is that there's a lot of like conflicting shit being said by the authorities and also nothing yeah, being said by the authorities at all. And then most of the information is coming from the fucking parent website. And what the fuck is that? I mean, well, the website says defense. most of the information is coming from Jason's account of the incident too. Which is also dumb is, shit. But it's also interesting how things are set up as he's the only person that we can get any information from. I mean, in her what happened, what happened to his buddy? Exactly. No one's asking his yeah, buddy about anything. I didn't read anything about the friend he was with. Anything past his... his. All I, all uh, I heard was that their accounts matched. Yeah, literally just keeping the timeline mm-hmm. same. Yeah. Like a rehearsed story. Like in, I, I, I also, yeah, I heard the I heard the cops were fucking kind of dickheads towards uh, Lindsay's dad. He doesn't like them, and he like he like organizes a march every year and shit. Yeah, what do cops do besides not solve crimes and harass the families of the people that got killed? Let me know. Yeah, and also it's way easier for them their job for assholes to the parents because that means they don't have to do shit. If they just continue doing not shit, which is clearly what they've done with this whole case. Yeah, yeah, but that's the theme. Over yeah, and the fact that they followed like the leads that they could, and it turned into fucking nothing is just like it was crazy. The amount of tracks that had to be covered to do this is nuts. Yeah, well, I guess that's the Lindsay Buziak case. I think we're about a about an hour deep, but we still have to play. Fuck Mary Kill. Did you pick the women? Uh, no, I didn't pick the women, man. Like literally, shit. We probably should have done that. <laughs> if you, you want me to? You want me to? I'll do it. 
It's very I'll easy. I mean, just name three three ladies okay. who have murdered people. Okay, um, Casey, Casey Anthony, Jody Arias, Amanda Knox, and Jody Arias. Yeah, let's do that one. So those three. So Amanda Knox, Casey Anthony, and Jody Arias. Uh, I'll go. I will <laughs> fuck the shit out of Casey Anthony. Okay. I'll marry Amanda Knox just because she's super fucking cute to me, and uh, Jody can just die, I guess. Who's Jody again? <laughs> Jody Arias, like a murderer. No, no, she's boyfriend. a murderer. Yeah, like these are these are these are uh, these are murderers. So these so, are here's the thing: Amanda Knox is technically not a murderer. What is technically. she? Well, she got acquitted, so she was never convicted. Okay, I mean, like OJ's not technically a murderer, but he's a fucking murderer, so it's fine. Yeah, but I guess those three still anyway. I would I would definitely have to kill Jody Aris because she killed her boyfriend, which makes me uncomfortable. Because <laughs> yeah. that would be mean from that point onwards. Yeah. And then you know Casey Anthony. I, honestly, I'm with Greg on that. You know, I, I I bang out Casey Anthony. She's a party girl. She seems fun, and also she's probably on birth control now, <laughs> considering <Yeah>. the events. <laughs> And then Amanda Knox, like, no, she just killed, like, you know, I think it was, like, her hostile roommate, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Be assholes. And, you know, I don't think she loved him. I think she would love me. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, Casey, is Casey Anthony the same? Is, is, is that the Octomom lady? No. She, no. What the Dude, fuck? What? They're all the same to me. Dude. You're like, straight up. They look nothing alike. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same to me. Just white women with like, <laughs> With too many kids. Casey Anthony only had... Well, she has zero child. No, Greg, I gotta say, I gotta say, my list matches yours. I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm on the same. Yeah, honestly, I think you might be a visionary. Though. Yeah, you, I mean, you went with the logical choices. Like it'd be retarded not to agree with you. <laughs> I mean, especially with the last bitch killed especially her boyfriend. Especially like, doesn't know who any of them are. No, I know. I mean, like, apparently, I don't even know Casey Anthony, but I know. I know. I know. Amanda Knox. Hell yeah. I know she was a bad bitch, but. Oh, no. She, Joey Aris is the ugliest one, too. Yeah, fuck her. She can die. Easy. No problem. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, child, bro. Shriggity. <laughs> just the silence break with it. Hell yeah. That's so good. No, Amanda Knox is clearly the prettiest one to have. All oh of them. So if you have to see her every day, you have to marry her. Honestly, Amanda oh, Knox man. doesn't look like she'd kill me, but I feel like her dad would. Because mm. of what? <laughs> Like, I'd come home and she'd be like, or I'd be like, awesome, gone with the wind shit. <laughs> like, yeah, no, your list is pretty on point. Yeah. I mean. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, dude, what, what the fuck? I can't believe I could be Casey Anthony off the moon. Yeah, neither. Yeah, no, she's not the Octomom for sure. <laughs> she's fucking not the Octomom. Is the Octomom porn star now? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. Because if she is, I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> I, I think Shamik might be on to something. Dude, because I, I think I saw or Joe Rogan talked about her being on Howard Stern or yeah, something. Yeah, it was called Octomom Home Alone. Boom. Wait. So where are oh, the kids? She's masturbating. She's masturbating? I've seen that one, but I haven't what? seen like I haven't yeah. seen like penis entering her. 
You know what I mean? Like, Wait, I why would anyone want to see that? There's a Home Alone with Octomom? <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, dog. Macaulay yeah. Culkin balls. Home Alone 5, bro. That's where Macaulay Culkin balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Macaulay He's Culkin. inside just chain-smoking cigarettes. It's basically an igloo in there by now. That might have to be my new Twitter name, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Yeah, that might have to be a T. I have to still um, ah oh, fuck man. I'll I'll do it tomorrow. I'll I'll shout out everybody that I need to tomorrow because I don't have that in front of me. Um, so I'll do that when I do the intro and shit. But I'll shout out a bunch of people that like gave us five star reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you guys are fucking awesome. Yeah, Dude, also yeah. shout out shout out underneath my wings. Shout out the assholes that didn't give us the five star reviews and tell them to eat a dick. Yeah, the one, the one single one star. That's a wizard full thoughts. You know, honestly, <laughs> after your comment, you know, I really looked in the mirror and I thought about my impact on the world and the love that I can spread. And I realized something very, you know, important about myself. And it said, I'm a piece of human garbage and I don't give a fuck about what you say. Um, yeah. So thank you fuck. for that. Um, yeah. I feel fuck stronger you. and more at one with the world around me. So good looks. Yeah. yeah, I don't regret anything that's been said on here, and everyone who doesn't like it can eat a fucking big old dick. So fuck you, nigga. Tuna <laughs> spade, spirit chucker, uh, porch monkey, moon cricket, um, tar baby, moon cricket, moon cricket. What are some other ones? Um, sambo. <laughs> fuck is a sambo? <laughs> Uh, it's like a vod, like the vaudeville news, or like the big lips and oh, shit. Um, what else is there? I'm trying to think of all the slurs I know about my people. Yeah. Things that wizardful thoughts thinks that you know I'm not allowed to say. Comprehensive list of all the awful shit you can say. I know, right? Pretty good. Pretty good. Dude, I'm about I'm about to tweet our um fuck Mary kill unanimous. Uh, list. Yo, next, well, next, next week we, we we gotta get some more praying mantis type bitches. The ones that like killed like you know. That's like, fine. Uh, I can I can find them or or. Uh, <laughs> you gotta make it difficult next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, any of you guys can't. Th- literally, I looked up ten cutest fucking murderers. We'll go with uh, the chick from Monster. You know what's <laughs> oh fuck that, dude. Oh, we'll fuck go that. with um. The British chick who like murdered a bunch of dudes with her husband. I'm, I, I'll find him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will shit. find the trolls. <laughs> All right. Well, we're definitely over an hour, which is fantastic. So we did the hour episode that we wanted. Um, like I said, I'm gonna do the intro tomorrow, as I always do, and then I'll do the shoutouts. Oh, and, but while I got, because I just remembered, shout out to Anchor, our sponsor. They're paying us, you know, not as much as we want, but they're paying <laughs> a little all. bit, you know, just a little bit. So shout out to Anchor, free podcast, you know, streaming platform. You, you can, if you want to be as cool as us, get on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, tune in radio all that shit go through anchor they're pretty cool uh they should pay a little bit more but it's all good i'll tell you uh, no dead ass i mean we got damn near a dollar from anchor that's a gumball for each of us just a little bit yeah you know it's it's a smidge it's nice we're not losing money so hey, yes, I'm, I'm here for it bro i'm, I'm hyped 
Yeah, thank you to Anchor. Also, thank you to Iron Roosters who will help us with our first merch launch, which I know that I was supposed to so, supposed to drop some of the ideas that I had. I hadn't done that yet, so I'll get to I'll get to that after editing this. Scooby Doo over tops, baby. Oh, yep, there you go. Oh, that Iron Rooster shit's coming out of my mind. That's some All that nice shit. stuff. Um, but yeah, so we are now concluding the second episode, Lindsay Buziak, and next week we are coming back with Elisa or Elisa, whatever. Lam, the one, the girl that was found dead in a fucking water tank on top of a hotel. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure out the uh, pronunciation through research. <laughs> yep. So that's gonna be mini so we're just gonna discuss it like Kaneka, and I don't know after that we'll see. But thank you, everybody who's listening. Thank you guys for joining me. Yeah. Jumik, Andrew, all you guys are awesome. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I'll get this edited and up as fast as I can. So have a good night, I guess. Wait, okay. Until next week. Until then. I'm about to say yeah, that shit. Week. Later. All right. Peace out. Peace. Quick shout outs to Liam, Bryant, Devin. Brian, Josh Thomas Aguilar, Twitter users Lil Orange Julius, Dice Topic Hippie, The Toru Adachi. I butchered those last two, so my apologies, but uh, many, many more. Oh, yeah, and Ryan and his band Somewhat Woke. Until next time, stay safe and don't murder anybody. Peace.